Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, guys, I have my, I think you're my first Peter gal, actually. I'm Tammy. You're going to represent Peter's girls, so. I'm not sweating. So, yeah, Peter Weber's season last year. Wow, a whole 12 months ago, yeah. I like to know Tammy before this whole experience on the show. So, like, career, relationships, upbringing, all of that. Okay, so I'm Tammy. I'm a first, what is it, first-generation Vietnamese person that came to New York. I live in Syracuse, New York, which is upstate, completely different from the city. Yeah. Um, I have six jobs. You do. Yes. Sounds crazier than it really is, but I just like to do a lot of things. And that is why, my friends, your girl is single. (laughs) I put more energy into my work than I do my relationships. Same. I never had one boyfriend and he was a raging alcoholic and... Hmm. I ghosted him, and that's how I broke up with him, and I never looked back. And Wait, okay, so how long after you were dating did you ghost this person? We were dating for like a year and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Just stopped answering one day. Yeah. That's impressive. When you, when you just keep trying. I kept giving, and at one point, I just like, it's like I'm done giving. That's really smart. Yeah. And then just cut it cold turkey. Yeah. So, okay, so you're single. Can you name your six jobs? So I'm a real estate agent. I'm also an investor. So I'm a landlord and I flip houses. Right. Um, I have my own marketing company. I'm mar- I help market for like small businesses. I also bartend at two different locations. Right. I'm an insurance agent. I'm also a life insurance agent. And I'm an actor and model before I was on The Bachelor. Um, not exciting stuff, guys. It was like commercials and billboards and stuff. Okay. What's your, of all your six jobs, your favorite? Oh, I really do like them all and I hate being cliche, but I mean, it comes in waves, you know, like right now, I think my real estate is my number one. It's been so crazy this year. So like that I had been really into, I bought another investment property. So Jackie Moore said, how did she get started flipping houses and has she continued since doing the show? So yes, but what was your first flip? My first flip was a small one, um, in a suburb of mine and me and my dad did it, um, together. And I made a quick, a good chunk of money on it, but I didn't work myself. Um, things that I can't do myself are like plumbing and electricity, but I can knock down walls and like rearrange rooms and stuff. I had to build a door for my office um, for compliance reasons. So I just, my boss was like, we needed someone to build a door. I'm like, I can do it. And he goes, what? Like, yeah, I can do it. But side note, I've seen in your stories, like, is this your apartment here? This is my apartment. Yes. Okay. But it looks so industrial and cool. What's going on? It used to be an old factory and people are like, why do you still rent if you own properties? I'm like, type of lifestyle. I'm, but besides COVID, I was always traveling. I was gone like every other week. Right. I like to come home to a place that's just small enough for me only and in the city so I can walk places. Is it small though? Cause your space looks huge. It has 20 foot ceilings, which is why it probably looks taller than it does. Okay. Is it a studio or a one bedroom? It's a one bedroom, one bath. Cool. I'm kind of into real estate too. Not really like, I just like to look at, like I'm on Zillow all night long. 
My favorite pastimes are looking at mansions that I can't afford. Exactly. Like I was on Zillow last night in my neighborhood, like 12 million, 8 million. I'm like, oh my gosh. In New York or in Austin? In Austin. I'm sure not everyone is interested in real estate talk for an hour. So let's actually talk about The Bachelor. Casting process. Everyone's is so different. So how did you get spotted slash get on the show? Um, so funny story is that when I worked at the bar that I work at now, right. um, all the girls there, gorgeous people, they like love The Bachelor. And I remember them talking about it when I was working, I'm like, what's The Bachelor? Like, then I watched an episode, I'm like, guys, like, that doesn't really happen. Like, it's just dramatic reality TV. Right. Fast forward three or, three or four years later, actually four or five years later, um, my coworker at my Allstate office, so my insurance office, was like, you know what? You'd be really good for The Bachelor. I'm like, like, no one really gets on those shows. Like, not people like me. I'm boring. <laughs> and then she nominated me, and the next thing I know, I'm on the flight to Italy. I took my family to Italy, and then a casting director called me. He's like, hey, like, we're, you know. We're, we're casting. Gonna- Are you interested? Yeah. I go, um, I'm about to go to Italy. Can I call you when I get back? Can I call you in, like, a week, two weeks? <laughs> She goes, yeah, sure. Did you have to do the like big casting weekend thing or did you avoid that? No, um, I didn't do any like, I heard the other girls like went to open casting. Right, yeah. I did not do that. You just slipped right in. Slipped right in. Lucky duck. I was the first full Vietnamese person they've had on the show. Ever. Me and Jasmine, yeah. Well, okay, there's a question about that. We'll get there. But um, I'm curious whether you had been a fan of the show before my first season was Nick Vial season. Okay, got it. Oh my gosh, it's crazy! This is amazing. I see why these girls love this show because it's so nuts. Because like Corinne was on that episode. Yeah, and I'm like, I freaking like her. What? But that's that's like pretty late in the game. I've been watching since I was way too young. But I caught up on them, so I like I went back and like watched. I think I watched your season. Mm-hmm. I watched like, Ari's season then Hannah Brown's, et cetera. So then, okay, so you had seen Hannah's, so you saw Peter. Were you excited about Peter? Was he someone that you typically would be, like, attracted to? A hundred percent. He's definitely my type of guy. Okay. Um, Looks-wise, you know. Got it. I couldn't really be there to know him on a personal level because of obvious reasons mm-hmm. that happened on the show. Yeah. But yeah, he's my type of guy. Okay. I love, I love vanilla as vanilla gets. I mean, was there anyone else that you were like, oh, it would be cool if he was the bachelor? Tyler Cameron, of course. Oh, obviously. No, obviously. If no one answered it that way, I'd be shocked. I do have Facebook questions as well. So Alyssa Ware said, uh, Catherine, who's Sean's wife, um, talked this year about being cast on the show because she's Asian. Did you feel the same way going on the show? I'm going to be honest, 100%. Okay. I was the token minority chick, you know, that, mm-hmm. like, makes some... I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad the way it worked out, too, because, I mean, look at how much change happened in one year with a lot. this next season, you know? Yeah. So it has to start somewhere, even though it may feel like a token minority is what they're throwing out there. But if, if no one gives us an opportunity, then there was no opportunity whatsoever. True. But then... During the experience itself, like, did did feeling like the token Asian person ever, like, make you uncomfortable as it was going on? Oh, 100%. I mean, these girls are not relating to me whatsoever. I'm a tomboy. Like, I literally obviously look different. I'm not Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And I remember just, like, we all journal. I mean, I'm of sure course, you journal. Yes. I 
came to a realization one day earlier on, I'm like, I have to not be the token Asian. Like, I don't want that to be on my shoulders. Like, cause I am my own person, you know, all Asian people are going to be different personalities just because we're one race. Doesn't, that's the only thing that will bind us together. Of course. So I'm like my personality, which is, I know is a firecracker Gemini. Yes. A personality. <laughs> like I have to let that shine through or else I'm going to be just sounded out by all these other girls. Well, then I don't think you're a shit stirrer, but people could say as they watch the show that you are a shit stirrer. You um, know why? Because they're so used to Asian people in like the spotlight being so like, I'm just so cute. Cute. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, you know, I love K-pop. I'm like, no, I want to literally rub my face in dirt. I will not let anybody push me down. Were you someone that ever like... I don't know, ended up in drama in your life? No, I stood my ground and that's my personality no matter what. I'm very outspoken. Yeah. But I don't ever try to be offensive, you know? I think my upbringing, I have been taken advantage of for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I I had conversations with a bunch of the minority girls on the show during the show, but yeah. it was prepared, obviously, because it wasn't important at that time. But I've dreamed of being Caucasian. Like, Olivia, girls like you, I dreamed of looking like girls like you where I would like cry myself to sleep. I'm like, mom, like, why can't I do this? She's like, sweetheart, you're Asian. There's nothing you can do. There's not much we can do here. No. (laughs) Exactly. So I just remember being so taken advantage of that one day when I just was so tunnel vision on my goals and like who I want to be in this life. That's when I literally, I can't even tell you when that day was because everything else just sounded out, you know? Right. And then one day I woke up and I... And one of the most successful people in my town before I even was on the show, you know? I mean, to me, I think you're one of the most successful people, like, in this franchise. Like, I, I find you, just the way you, you, like, carry yourself and also just the fact that you have six jobs that are, like, all very successful jobs. I'm like, you have it t- together. I love you. <laughs> I mean, I just think you're really impressive. I'm not a social climber. I'm not a person that skates by. I put hard work and dedication to every move that I do in my life. Mm-hmm. So I trust me, I appreciate you saying that so much yeah. because people see a minority, a girl, mm-hmm. you know, and someone who's under 25. Yep. That it's like, how is she like, she was given this or she's faking her success, but it's like, you know how hard blood, sweat and tears I've worked for right. everything that I have. And for people to say that, it's just like, well then, okay. So at least from what we saw, you never seem to have like much romantic chemistry with Peter, but maybe we just didn't see it. So where was it or was there any? There was a little bit um, in the beginning more so, but obviously things get cut. Right. Like obviously I was there for a long period of time, like top 10 girls because there was some connection there. You right. Know? Yeah. So. Well, what were some memories with him that we we didn't get to see that might give us an idea into your relationship on the show on reddit this was a picture that was spread around we were filming in a apartment complex okay after one of our pillow fight dates and we had some we had cute moments good conversation like then i climbed on top of him and that was our room but like someone took a picture of it from their apartment i yep i remember that yeah you could see me in my um amazing yeah so that was embarrassing but well here's what's funny is like in my eyes you were definitely a favorite at the beginning because you were you made like lighthearted kind of sassy little comments and then it changed right so did you feel a change when you were filming yes and I wish I could tell you 
why and when I felt that change completely mm-hmm. on this podcast, but we won't go in there right now. Right. But um, yes, I did feel a change. I'm a quick banter kind of girl. Like I love sarcasm, you know, like um, those are my kind of people. But when to a point in the relationship where, you know, like when you just don't feel someone anymore. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I care about this person being this far into his journey. Like it's his journey. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look out for him. And, you know, I see these girls acting a certain way that I just don't think that he would appreciate. At least I thought from like talking to him, which is why I brought up those things, you know, Mm -hmm. again, people are like, you, you started shit, but it's like, I didn't really mean to start shit. I call people out on the things that they did, you know, Mm -hmm. and how they reacted to it was not, going to be a pleasant experience we're going to have disagreements me and the other girls we're not the same kind of people so if that is the type of girl that he wants then i give him the information he does what he wants with it who were you close with in the house i was close with a lot of the girls um i was close with jasmine before she left alexa before she left alea before she left yeah sydney on and off mm-hmm. victoria fuller victoria p I mean, a lot of the girls, you know, Maddie, Hannah Ann. I roomed with Hannah Ann my last few nights on the show. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch. Like, I don't hate any of the girls. You know, the girls that I did get into fights or arguments with, right. we're cordial now. You know, it's just whatever. Okay, who came first? Was it McKenna or Kelsey? <sighs> okay, so it was McKenna in the beginning, but I never spoke out and said anything. You know, I just kind of just watched. Yeah. This girl is obviously here for, you know, clout or whatever the kids call it nowadays. That's just the way that I felt at that time. I don't feel that way anymore. But mm-hmm. I remember we don't know anybody. Like these, right. these girls are strangers to us. Well, I'm just so, curious, like, why you got that impression of her versus like other people. Oh, no. Here's the thing is that I just had the balls to say something and feel it because everyone else will say it, but behind closed doors or in closets. So let me just take the heat for everyone. Right. Yep. But that's fine. Again, you do what you got to do. That's what happens to strong-willed people is that they kind of just take the heat for what everyone else was saying anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't just my thoughts. And, you know, like when you talk with your girlfriends and, like, you agree on things and it kind of just, like, fuels, like, your idea of what you're having issues with. So that kind of just fueled it, too, because I heard it from other girls. It wasn't just me. Uh, No, to the Kelsey thing, I never called her an alcoholic. And I hate that people say that because that is a terrible thing to call someone. I loved an alcoholic at one point in my life, you know? So she was having a hard time and I was there. You can see, and even in the beginning during Champagne Gate, I was there to comfort her, help her through everything. Like a bunch of us were, but like when you have that one girlfriend that just, it just is constantly like, she's just so sad and like crying all the time. It's like, what else, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Before this is like, all right, this is getting enough. Like, well, yeah, because it's it seems like after Champagne Gate, before obviously the whole thing blows up. At one point, we're we see her kind of crying to you, like saying she's, I don't know, things are hard, yada yada yada. Were the two of you like close friends to where, you know, you talk, or was it just like you happened to be there and that was the person that she went to? So let's backtrack here too. When we were in Ohio. Um, I'm like, this girl is just not vibing with me, you know, um, very emotional for someone who's not so emotionally out, 
like vocal and nothing being nothing wrong with being emotional it's just like okay that's a bit much for me with me trying to do with my own emotions of my relationship of what's going on right now right so I didn't want to room with her in Ohio just because I don't want I didn't want to start anything with her but the thing is nobody else wanted to room with her either and no no one will admit that either because a woman told all you were like you were talking shit I'm like I was not talking shit I said I don't want to room with her but no one else also wanted to room with her so it wasn't just me. Well, it's interesting what people say to you off camera and then when the camera turns on. They want to look good and they, this is all they have to look good on. And I, I don't really care about looking good if it's not true to who I am. Yeah. So that was the first thing. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep my distance from this girl. Um, I don't hate her. Never did. And then the pool happened. I'm like, all right, like, let's see if she's okay. Like, I see this girl's hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not close with her at that time when we were in Costa Rica, but I'm like, she's clearly having a hard time. Like, let's just see. She probably just needs to talk to someone, you know, she's been alone by herself the entire day. Um, and no one has like went up to her and just checked on her. So did she not have a lot of friends in the house? I don't know. I have no idea. Or she just was alone a lot. Okay. She was alone a lot, you know, and it, it made me sad because I've, we've all been there. I feel like where you just feel so outside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good. The, I know what it's like to, to be alone, like the old alone person by the pool crying, you know? <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah, it never feels good. And so what if we weren't close, you know? Yeah. That I would never let someone just be by themselves, even if I had no idea who she was. So I checked on her. I'm like, okay, she's clearly had a little bit too much to drink. She's talking gibberish at this point. I mean, we all saw it. But I'm like, okay, this is kind of a red flag to me because I tried to talk to her and was it completely my idea to tell our boyfriend about this. Mm, okay. I'll, I'll let you put two and two together, but... So your nature wouldn't have been to run and tell Peter? No. Okay. Well, let me just, th- let me just ask, do you think you were naive? Did you, do you think that you just were trusting like, I think I was very trusting and maybe a little bit naive. Um, I Again, I've been in a relationship where loving an alcoholic was not easy. And I never called an alcoholic, but like seeing those actions again, when someone's just like crying and just drinking. I mean, we've all had those days. I've drowned myself in um, ice cream, you know, just when you're just sad. Yeah. And I feel like he needed to know what was going on with the house because everyone kept talking about it, you know, where, where the problem rose was the whole pill popping thing. So what happened there? I never called her a pill popper. Where it was brought up to me was Victoria P um, was like talking to a producer and saying, Hey, like I, what kind of drugs is she taking or like medication? Cause like she's drinking at the same time. And like, it's probably mixing with her, which is making her even more intoxicated than she normally would be. Um, I go, okay, that's really weird. And then I, I just happened to hear into it. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, did you hear something about her? Like, should we like ask someone for help? Like, what do we do? And she goes, I don't know. Like from a medical standpoint, I don't know Victoria P's medical background. Taking medication and drinking is never a good combo. Yeah. I'm just trying to like piece things together. Like what the heck is going on? You know? Yeah. But then Victoria P didn't really take ownership of that. Did she? No. No, because no one will take ownership of what they said because you know what? People like me will take the heat for everyone else because it's just easier. Well, as you're going to Peter about these things, did you feel like your relationship with him was kind of taking like a back burner? Or did you feel like doing these things was like helping your relationship along? It was kind of helping my relationship because I wanted to bring up 
why I was still single and looking for, you know, my person, you know, cause I wanted to tie it in to who, who, why it made me the way I am today. And the kind of lover I am today is because of that traumatic experience of loving an alcoholic. You know, I paid for not one, but two DWIs for my ex-boyfriend and he would jump out of my car. Um, every time we drove home from the bar, if he didn't want to go home, cause he wanted to stay at the bar. So are these things that you told Peter? Yes. That wasn't shown either. Um, and that's the only reason why I brought up the issues that I saw in Kelsey. I was never calling her an alcoholic and I wish I can go back to like rearrange my words somehow to make it not even close to what people think that I said, but I was really just using that to tie in my, my relationship with Peter and explain who I was as a person and the kind of trauma that led me to where I am essentially like it, it was not to talk about her. It was to talk about me. And he obviously took that and blew it right over his head because he'd never give a crap about me anyways. But in the moment you thought he did. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because that's a very sensitive topic for me. Okay. At any point, you know, you did say you felt like things shifted. So mm-hmm. did you ever think like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get myself out of this, remove myself from the drama? Or did you feel like once the storm started... It was, there was no way of getting out of it. After that conversation, he canceled the cocktail party. You know, I was literally free. That's when you saw the one scene of me ever crying. Um, And I was literally in tears because I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from here. And it kind of was all downhill from there um, because all these girls thought that I was the reason that um, the cocktail party was canceled, which maybe possibly could be, you know, the reason why I can understand where they're coming from, but no one, I felt the one girl that was alone, you know, and just like, well, how do I come up from here? Maybe because you didn't watch the show early enough, you thought, well, you didn't know that when you go to The Bachelor to talk about someone else, it never works. I didn't know that. (laughs) I also trusted that our relationship was getting to a point that was stronger than that and it clearly wasn't yeah I guess just like signs of when someone's just not that into you anymore so you then you go into the two-on-one okay so yes McKenna I've been wanting to call her out for a long time I'm like you know what I if this is my last moments here like someone he needs to know about everybody then you know mm-hmm. is it my job to help absolutely not but I mean I would do that for my friends so at this point McKenna is still like aggravating or like something in your mind yes so nothing against her but she's just younger I'm never one to bash anybody that they're young because I started my job when I was young people always looked down on me Mm -hmm. Um, but just little things like in Ohio when we were having um, an off time dark day yeah she just was dancing in front of the camera like the camera will be right here and she'll just stand in front of it and just start dancing because she wants the most airtime. so i'm like okay like what the heck is going on like this girl has to be in front row like and i get it we all want our moment we all want our time we all want um to be seen but this was to a point where it was so ex- extensive where she would just do these outrageous things to get attention and at that time i just didn't feel like you know someone who is trying to chase clout should be with someone who's trying to look for a wife. I'm sure at by the week that the two-on-one comes about, you know it's that week. Did you feel like you would be on it? 
Yeah. I mean, you put two and two together when you're there and you just know when things are tense between two people, you're going to be on a two-on-one. Exactly. Um, It's kind of like an impromptu two-on-one, you know, because it was before the rose ceremony. Yep. So I feel like he wanted to hash things out between us, which again, rightfully so. But I'm telling you, if I, if I, if you asked me that night, if I thought I was going home, I would have said no. So you've thought going in that you would come out of that one. Yeah. I didn't want to come out on top, you know, but I wanted to have him see what I'm saying. And it was so impossible because he just thought I was like trying to start shit or whatever or put people down, which I'm not. And I can see how it looks like that because I'm a strong personality. Um, I'm tiny, but mighty, but like I'm giving, I'm giving him proof, which also wasn't aired, you know, of X, Y, Z. You know, I just don't talk out of my ass. Like I, I was looking at the situations of these characters for weeks since we got to this point and he took what he did with it. Um, someone else must've said something that night during their cocktail party. Cause she went home the same day. True. That wasn't also shown. So I, I I'm not the only one, you know? So you go home at the two on one, but then McKenna doesn't make it past that day either. She just made it past yeah, the date. Correct. All right. So let's, before we get to women tell all, I just have a couple random, like, overall house questions. So Sarah Astinoff said, can you explain the cats and rats thing? Okay, that also wasn't shown, but um, it was a quick bantering thing that a group of girls in the house, which I think you can tell who, were the cats. And like, they were the fancy, like, you know, we're the cats and like rat, we don't play with rats, you know? And I just don't like clicks like that. I mean, those are the kind of people that- I mean, I thought my season was clicky, but there was no bullshit cats and rats crap. Yeah. And it just, I didn't want to, I'm like, what side am I on? Am I on a rat or am I a cat? Like, I don't, and I felt that urgency to try to fit in again. Cause like, I don't want to be a rat, you know, like, and then I'm like, I don't like this cattiness. I don't like the clickiness. Like I had my moment in high school with that stuff and I want no part of it, you know? And during our Costa Rica photo shoot, we had the snake down with us mm-hmm. and McKenna was with me as well. And Natasha said that, you know, snakes eat rats because she did not like McKenna. See, so I'm not the only one. Mm. Looking back at it now, I think it's just a hilarious banter. I talk to Natasha about it all the time. It's just like a thing that she did with her friend group, like when, because she's from New York City, you know, like there's big fat rats in the city, like real ones. But I can see what why girls would feel like she was calling them a rat. But I don't think she ever meant calling them names. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of just like a funny little thing in their group where it's like, we're the cats and like you're the rats you know it's still fucking stupid but yeah i completely agree <laughs> i remember when when steve when reality steve came out with that little tidbit and i was like what the hell is that right this is silly okay hannah brown shows up early in the season were y'all threatened by that i saw her on night one through a window and i'm like who is that we're getting another girl but yeah i saw i didn't even pay mind to it because again I kind of mind my own goddamn business mm-hmm. if she was gonna stay then she was gonna stay if she was gonna go then she's gonna, she go. gonna go yeah. okay I couldn't really do anything about it did it did the other girls talk about that at all or yeah I know a lot of girls were upset like she had her chance like why would she be here I feel like a lot more girls felt um worse when they were on the date that Hannah Brown crashed mm-hmm. I guess or whatever she did right yeah, showed up and yeah. Yeah, he was gone for like a long period of time. It seemed with, like it. Yeah, she was crying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, that would be kind of annoying. Um, like, I understand you helping your ex girlfriend, but I'm like, uh, we're on to a next chapter in our life here. And if we want to move on, we have to 
put some things behind. Right. So I, can, I can understand why the girls were upset. Well, okay. So I can't remember if the girls ever found out that Peter and Kelly had met before. Did you guys find out, like, as the show was airing? First group date, because Kelly was on the first group date, um, the aviation one when we went to pilot school right. or whatever. Right, yep. Um, and she told us that this is the hotel that they met. I'm like, huh? Okay, yeah. So so what happened with that? Like, and that was that on camera or was that off camera? I feel like that was on camera. Um, Why don't I remember this scene? I'm sure, she, I'm sure it, it came out. She met him and like then she had her one-on-one date with him because she won right she cheated yep <laughs> you you believe she cheated she did cheat <laughs> <On camera>. <laughs> <laughs> hey if you're not cheating you're not trying she got the date and nobody else did so there you go right i'm like damn i should be cheating yep <laughs> keep that in mind too um of that being in the back of my head of like okay i need to fight harder which is why i brought up these things to peter later on there's definitely a, a feeling of like needing to fight 24 right. 7 yeah exactly like, I need to get my time. Or He has rewarded many people that have fought for him. And so I'm like, okay, I, if, that's why I didn't think it was that bad mentioning these other people to him. Because I'm like, okay, he's going to appreciate it because he's been rewarding it thus far. Mm-hmm. That's where the miscommunication happened. Well, what did you think of Kelly meeting Peter before? Was that, was that something that, I don't know, threatened the women? or? I don't really get threatened. <laughs> But I can see why that the other girls are like, well, she has a one up because, you know, she's met him before. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if he really liked her that much, he would have dated her and not been the bachelor. Right. Okay. I love this question. Stephanie Christian said, in the house, did you or the other women know Maddie and Hannah Ann were, I don't know, the top picks or whatever you would call it? Looking back, yes and no. If you know anything about the Bachelor franchise, you know that they have a type of people that they like, a type of people that are going to make it on air more and get the FabFitFun deals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? And those are not girls that look like me, unfortunately. That's why girls like McKenna would leech on to girls like Hannah Ann because she can take her and help her climb her way to the top too. Did you think Peter liked Hannah Ann? Like, did you see... I think the man loves... I mean, the girls that look like Hannah Ann and Maddie, you know, the, the Bachelor franchise gems. Like, I, I always say we could just see the way that Ben looked at Lauren, even, like, at the airport. Like, I would see him trying to, like, sneak glances at her. Like, were there any little things that you saw where you were like, it's them? Yeah. Yeah, now that you're mentioning it. Like, little looks, um... When we all went up to hug him, you know, like who he would hang on to the longest. Yeah. Things like that. But okay. Let's get to women tell all. Good times there. Oh, women yell all. What I, I saw you say that. That was really funny. Kayla Weber. It's a long question, so bear with me. At the women tell all, it came across that she didn't care she hurt some of the girls' feelings, especially the pill comment toward Kelsey. Does she wish she had done anything different or does she stand by everything she said and ultimately did? It looks worse than it really was, in my opinion. You mean as far as filming? Right. Okay. Um, again, they showed multiple clips of me rolling my eyes. I only rolled my eyes once, and it was at McKenna, but it was played over and over again, you know? So the pill-popping thing, I never said those words, okay? Did I hurt her for it? I tried to apologize to her multiple times, and she was not hearing it. She was literally going like this, like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like, moving on. Didn't want to hear my apologies. So I'm like, okay. There's literally nothing I can do at this point. Um, 
do I feel bad for the way that things happen? Absolutely. I never want to be in that situation. I never want to be catty with other girls, mm-hmm. you know, but I had to deal with what already has happened and what has aired already. So I guess in a sense, I quote unquote, never apologize for the pill poppy thing because I never said it. You did talk a little bit on the show and afterwards about like the hate that you received, which obviously I know uh, all too well, but it's always unique for, for others. So what was that like for you? Like what kind of messages were you getting? And, and I know you're, you're strong. You've said like, thank God for that stuff, but what were you getting and how did you handle that? Um, when it first came out, I knew I was going to get hate. It was that episode with, um, the Costa Rica with the Kelsey thing. It was literally half of the episode. People were like saying, I love you. And then literally the same people halfway through the, the rest of the episode were saying, I hope you fucking die. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Posting about it on Twitter, like people are just leaving me hate comments, and someone's like, "Just turn off your comments." I'm like, "No, nah, I can handle it." Wow, impressive. I did for the first day, but when you're just caught up in this great life of like after the show, you know, we're looking at it and watching it back, and then things just change so drastically. I was not prepared for that, um, and the amount that I was getting, I was not prepared for that. Did it hurt? Absolutely, because I was. Once you start reading a couple, you will read all of them. You'll just keep scrolling, yeah. Yeah, and it's just a never-ending pit. And I'm like, I don't care what these people think. Like, I know who I am. But when you were getting it that mass amount, it's like I almost started to doubt myself. Like, am I X, Y, Z? Like, I must be this mean girl that everyone keeps saying that I am because why would so many people say that, you know, if if it wasn't true? Um, Death threats, people were, like, leaving reviews on my real estate. Oh, yeah. Like my, my work, you know, that they, ha- they don't know what the heck's going. They've never dealt with this before. They're like, uh, have, you, have you ever like had a client named like Bar or whatever? I'm like, no. And they lived in freaking like Oklahoma. And I'm like, you've never bought a house here before. Oh, <sighs> Lord. You had that much time on your hands. Like, honestly, if that makes you feel good, go ahead because not everyone's going to love you. But I wish the show showed more of who I was as a person to kind of really get a grasp of like, my personality and like why I did X, Y, Z, you know, but that didn't help. Or at least show the conversations where you kind of gave context into your choices. Correct. I didn't just start shit out of nowhere. Yeah. I had a few moments that I, I felt were really important in terms of like why I said some of the things that I said or like why I behaved in the ways that I did. And of course they didn't make error. I feel like that's a huge thing, even like with the whole culture switch that they've had, you know, like, um, Ivan got a chance and thank God someone yeah. had, was able to have a platform to say it. Yeah. That, you know, experience things that I also experienced, you know, and the problem with our generation, our society is that like, they only see races black and white. Right. So like, you're not even a person of color, you're Asian, but that is a person of color. You are a person of color. Yes. So why are you taking what I also feel and shitting on it because it's not good enough because it's not trending. Ugh. That what like is so annoying. Cause I've had many conversations with, especially Alexa caves on my season that weren't shown either. And like in tears, you know, just like things that we experience wanting to be whitewashed so badly. Um, and now just embracing our culture. And it doesn't air. Yeah. And it doesn't air time and place for everything, I guess. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. people have opened up that door for more conversations like that to be had because definitely they're going to be had. Or I'm happy that they've been chosen to show. (laughs) I'm happy that it's finally happening. Right. Let's just hope they keep airing stuff like this. 
You also tweeted that essentially you said the only people you felt like you needed to apologize to were the people who were involved and that you would do so privately. So McKenna and Kelsey, like, did you guys post Women Tell All have a conversation at all? I talked to Kelsey and we hashed it out over the phone before our episode aired. We know we knew what was going to happen. Um, I talked to her after Women Tell All. And just, you know, we agreed to keep our separate ways. Like, we're not going to get, some people just don't get along or they just clash. You know, I don't hate her. I wish nothing but great things for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to talk to McKenna, refused, would not answer my calls, refused, refused, refused. I tried to reach, like, after after Women Tell All, there's an after party, you know. Yeah. Like, you want to talk? She goes, no. Is it only important to you if I apologize in front of cameras or is it important to you if I genuinely mean what I feel without cameras around? Which, but it's ironic because I think, as I checked, you and McKenna follow each other, but you and Kelsey don't. Not to say that Instagram is everything, but. Yeah, I mean, again, wish nothing but the best for Kelsey and McKenna. Um, I recently, this past summer, have talked to her a little, McKenna a little bit where we just are cordial now, you know? I like the things, I love her content, you know? Yeah. I think Instagram is just about like creators liking each other's right. stuff. stuff. And I like yeah. her stuff. So she unblocked me. And, and but like Kelsey, I, after our done with it at Women Tell All, like afterwards, we kind of just left it at that. Like I don't talk to her regularly. So why would I follow her, you know? Yeah. And same vice versa. I'm sure she doesn't want to see my face all over her feed if we're not close. Okay. So post show life. I, I guess you could say you were a villain on Peter's season, which I'm sure going into it, you would have never thought that would happen to you. I actually went to a producer day one. I'm like, I don't want to be the villain. Well, you might not answer this, but did after the show filmed, like you're done with everything, did, were you thinking in your head, like, I could maybe be the villain here? You get home, you're like telling your family what happened. No, I never even thought twice in my mind that I was going to be a quote unquote villain because um, I thought more context was going to be shown. But again, we can't control those things. True. And um, strong voice people like me are going to be easier people to point as a villain because I say more things. Right. And I am more forward with my words than most people are. So I think people do know who truly the villains were though. As long as you keep tunnel vision with yourself, you can only be better. Right. And that's what I've learned in my entire life, even before the show. Does being the villain deter you from doing other shows? No. Like me, like my personal experience of it, no, because I know better now. Okay. I know better now, and um, I'm not a villain. You would just change your uh, your game plan, if you will. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Um, I think everyone's true colors will show eventually, as long as we're all still in this franchise. And you can't fake who you truly are, you know? So it'll, it'll appear in surface once, sooner or later. And yeah, so I'm not worried about it. So you, you earlier said, we'll see if you would do Bachelor in Paradise, but is there anyone you would be interested in? I'm a personality type of person. I really have to get to know someone before I can be like, oh yeah, like I really want to go after this guy. So who do you think from watching has a good personality? Mm, probably Blake Moines. I mean, he's good friends with me now. We talk all the time. So like, I don't know how it's going to be like on other platforms. How did you guys connect? Just how bachelor people connect? Yeah. Bennett, he's kind of like a sarcastic New Yorker. And I kind of love that. Yeah, he's a New Yorker. Those people can take it. You know, 
the sarcasm and not be butthurt about it. Okay. Um, definitely, I'm not a sensitive personality, a person that gets along with a sensitive personality. <laughs> I like this question. Uh, Deanna, do you girls feel you've been cheated because of COVID? And does she think that her group of girls still has a shot at BIP or will they be overshadowed by Matt's group of girls? P.S. Tammy was my favorite. Oh, I love you. And I wish I can literally hug every single one who supported me. I had a few people say that she was my favorite, just so you know. Thank you. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. Because it's so easy to hear the louder noise. We had many loud yes Tammies. So one day that's a goal of mine. And trust me, I always achieve my goals. Yep. I will meet every single person that has supported me from day one. I will give them a big hug post COVID. Yeah. Um, I will fly out to every place, every place. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of COVID, do you guys feel, I feel like, yes, we've been cheated. You know, I mean, it's not a good yeah. thing to have on pause. I had a couple things that were really exciting that were obviously shut down because of COVID. I thought that was going to be my, like, you know, my upper after being low for so long. Um, but I think it'll be an even playing field because if you think about it, we have two sets of guys and two sets of girls that are going on the beach. It's just going to be like the biggest cast anyone has ever seen. Right. We're going to have a big raging party on the beach. <laughs> and the hope is that enough time has passed maybe that, you know, if, if, if you had gone straight on the show, maybe that old bullshit had, would have been brought up again. But the hope is maybe that enough time has passed that, you know, because of course Kelsey's going to be on and probably McKenna too. So maybe you guys can walk in and not bring up the old stuff. I was never going to plan on bringing it up anyways, because I don't dwell on the past. I always keep moving forward. And if they're going to dwell on the past and that's really up to them, but I want no part in it because it no longer involves me. So yeah, I don't think we'll be overshadowed by the new girls. Oh my God. They're freaking gorgeous. That's <sighs> a hot cast. For sure. It's a hot freaking cast. It's a hot cast. I'm excited for this two sets of guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The window shopping, you know, watching The Bachelorette. So yes. Like, oh my God, you're too much. Thoughts on Barb's behavior? Could you have seen her as a uh, mother in law? Oh my God, no. <laughs> Me and my friends are like, can you imagine if that was your mother in law? I'm like, honestly, no. Because I would literally destroy her. That reunion, man, or not reunion, but after, after show. Holy life. shit. I'm just like, I could never have an overbearing mother-in-law like that because my mom's crazy. So I, I could never even imagine that household. Okay, so last question. I'm going to test your, your, your training on this one, okay? Uh, someone said, since this show, she's tweeted with the Noah and Bennett stuff saying things like, someone convinced Bennett calling out Noah was a good idea. Are you saying that that happened to you? Um... I tweet things based on my own experiences. Um, I won't say yes or no, but I just want everyone to take the whole entire context of the situation, the people that we are, and not just what they see on television. You know, then you can make your educated guess. I think they'll be very pleased with that evasion. <laughs> okay, Tammy, say your social media, where we can follow along with your six businesses, if that is what you want us to do. Just know that my time here is not ending. And again, I appreciate everyone who has been a supporter. There's a lot of them. This is the very, very beginning. And there's many more exciting things to come. You have a great attitude. Thank you. But yeah, you can follow me at Tammy K. Lee. It's on Instagram. Who is Tammy K. on Twitter? 
And if you want to follow me on TikTok, I don't post really good TikToks at all. I think I, I think I was actually the other day stalking your real estate Instagram. Oh, Kimmy K Realty. I, I spent way too much time looking at your sold um, posts and your under contract posts. I was here for it. I have been working really, really hard and I only ever dreamed of hitting a million dollars in sales. And now this year I've hit three million. We're going over beyond that. So crazy, crazy. I've been working my butt off from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. every freaking night with COVID and like trying to be safe and just making people's lives and like next chapter in their life come true. Because despite the pandemic, people still have dreams of owning a home. You know, and a lot of my clients are first time home buyers. And like you guys not only bought a home for the first time, but bought a home in the pandemic, which no one can say. Wait, okay, side note, one more, I swear. Do you see yourself always being in Syracuse? I think it'll always be home base. Um, I live here because it's so cheap to live compared to other cities. But yeah. again, before COVID, I was traveling everywhere. You know, right. I would work in California, I would work in New York City. Um, it's cheap to live here. My family's here. And I think that eventually I will move to a bigger city. Okay. I have a lot of licenses in my business that I have to transfer over to another state. So that takes some time. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I would say New York, <laughs> but I love New York, you know, are you looking for a roommate? Yes. <laughs> Always. I'm very happy for you. And I hope, you know, that I watch your success and I'm rooting for you. Dude, back at you. Cause people will always say they want to do it, but never actually put forth the effort to adore you. This was great. I love you. Please connect with me when you are back in New York. I can't wait. I love you. Bye. Bye.